Hi guys, welcome to 20s in Retrospect. I have a special guest here today, Hara. Hi everyone. Thank you for having me. Of course, it's my pleasure. It's this was it took forever to do this. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, this was a long time coming, like mm-hmm. more than a couple months. Yeah. Well, actually, before we started the podcast, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I need to I know I have my key people, and Hara was one of those people because Specifically with her, she lives such a like extravagant life that when I look at her, I'm like, "There's no way!" Like all this is bottled up in such a tiny person. Like yeah. you're like five foot or like four five. Eleven. <laughs> Shut the hell yeah, up. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, no, she's awesome. Yeah, just kind of like intro yourself. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Of course. I this has been a long time coming. I'm really honored to be here and to be featured. So Yay. I just want to let you know I'm. Very appreciative of that. Um, so my name is Hara, and also some people know me by Hara. Um, and I guess we'll go into that in detail a little bit later. Um, and so um, Fabricio and I met at our previous workplace together. And um, so a little bit about me is I am Filipina. I was born and raised in the Philippines until I was the age of eight or nine. Um, So um, my father and I came to America in 2006. Um, We moved to Florida and uh, lived there for a decade. Um, And then after I graduated high school, I went away for college. I went to school out of state in Troy, Alabama. So I went to Troy University. Um, I attended for a whole year. And then after that year, whole year, I moved back to Florida. Um, I finished my associate's degree. And then I took a year off of college. And, um, and then I, I've always wanted to live in California. So um after that year taking that whole year off figuring out what i wanted to do um i moved to san diego in october of 2019 so my academic journey has been um still in progress but it has landed me in three different states yeah it sounds like it's all over the place yeah Honestly, one of the most studious people I know. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Sorry, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so let's get get into like how we met mm-hmm. because we both worked fast food. Um yes. and Hara, like I would see her every day, like she would come in like with this black card again and then like her top bun. Yes. And it was just like I thought she was like nineteen because she looked so young with a mask on, of course. And we're just like working whatever and I don't know. She just had like RBF, RBF eyes at least, mm-hmm. what I thought. And it's funny because we were talking about it earlier, like while we were having brunch. Like, I just didn't know. Like, I had no idea. Like, she's so nice. She's the sweetest person ever. Mm-hmm. But like, we're um, so like yeah, I would see her and I was like, oh, I'm kind of scared of her. Like, I just I'm just not gonna talk because like if I do, then I mean, it's something that she's gonna be like, what? What did you say? You know, like <laughs> try to kill me. But um. But now, like, it took one day when she posted on Instagram one time, um, just a picture of, like, herself in her apartment, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I know this place. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you inside my apartment? <laughs> Turns out we live in the same complex. Yes. I was like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. But, like, cool. Mm-hmm. So we work together. We live in the same complex. And I was like, wait, this place is kind of expensive. How do you live here? Because she was working <laughs> fast food. So I was like, uh... Is yeah. this something that you're not telling me? <laughs> Obviously, like, you know, personal finance, you know, it's, you know, private and stuff. But I was like, I need to know your secret because clearly we have two different, like, methods. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. What did you think of, like, I guess of me when we were working together? Cause so, we were talking about this in brunch, right? Yeah. So, Fabrizio thought I was, like, I had the resting bee face. Yeah. Um, and I think due to the mask, too, but... So for me, um, working together, I my I remember my first memory of that was um, I had just started. I think it was like a month in that I was in, or like a month and a half. When did you start? I want to say August. 
Okay. 20, yeah. 20, but I, it might be a little later than, I'm just going to say August. Between yeah. August yeah. and September. I mean, because I started in October. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're saying a month. So, um, we, I had just started and, um, I was always in this one position, yeah. um, that they would put us in. Well, I was back and forth between one and two positions and then it was like our peak hours. And then I was, you know, my, my screen was packed. Yeah. And I remember, I think you were waiting to I was leave. waiting. For, yeah. I was waiting to do something. Mm-hmm. And then I like see her screen and I'm like, uh, I'm going to go help her. Yeah. <laughs> so then you helped me. And then, um, you were just so funny and like so bubbly and like, just so welcoming and super nice so i remember your name after that instant because okay i was like oh my god he's so cool super friendly and during that time i probably only knew like maybe five four people's name um and then i remember yours because you were helping me and everything and then from that day forward um you were just always so nice every time i see you would say hi to me and then yeah i think that's how it really started and i think we followed each other on Instagram and then I had posted something and that's when you asked me like, Hey, do you live in the same community? And then I think we just started interacting from there. Yeah, yeah. no, it was so funny because like, yeah, like even though she seemed like she didn't want to be my friend, I still <laughs> wanted to like help her. And then I was like, maybe I'm going to get brownie points for helping. I don't even know. <laughs> but like, so I did and I don't regret it because she is very nice, obviously. Um, but it was, like I said, like, we would have, like, very small talk, like, mm-hmm. here and there at work. And I would, like, you know, mention things and, like, be like, hey, whatever, you know, like, whatever. And then when she posted that picture, I was like, oh, my God, it's over. Like, we're neighbors. We're going to have fun all the time. Yeah. Um, it seems like we're both very, vis- very busy because this is our first time hanging out actually outside yeah. of work. Mm-hmm. And we always interact on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah. Our, most of our interactions are on Instagram, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still grateful for, obviously, like, any interaction with you is great because, like, she's so wise, obviously. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so I, I really do love, like, talking to you and, like, seeing your life, like I said, extravagant. Oh, love it. Oh, thank you. Um, but, yeah. Um, let's kind of just get into some, you know, into your, because uh, you were t- mentioning earlier your uh, self-love journey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, self-love journey? Like, what do you mean? Like, but I'm going to get her to talk about that because this is interesting. I think yeah. this is a great, you know, it ties into the today's episode, which is really about, like, 20s and your insecurities, you know what I mean? Like, how to kind of overcome them. So I'm just going to, like, let you talk about this yeah. self-love journey. So... I when we were figuring out what we should talk about that that was kind of like the first thing that I I was like oh shoot like this is a good talking point and it's a good topic to to discuss so my self-love journey really started in 2017 and um well, 2016, 2017, but really 2017 after I got out of my first relationship, serious relationship, and then um, and then 2017 was really when I realized that I had some work to do, and I think how old was I in 2017? Um, let's see. I was definitely 17, so. <laughs> I was 20. Okay. So really, um, my self-love journey really started in 2017 when I was 20 years old. I'm 24 now, so four years later. Um, So it was after my first serious relationship, and then um, Philip and I had, you know, just started our relationship as well. But, so it really started for me because... I knew there was some damage done after my first serious relationship and um, and that really had a lot to do with getting myself accountable or you know being accountable for my decisions, my mistakes or just something I've learned about myself um, after my first serious relationship and I knew I didn't want to carry that over into my relationship now. And so that, that's when it really started was 2017 and um, a lot had to do with, uh, and a lot of it was insecurities. And um, just insecurities from family traumas and also relationship traumas. 
insecurities that I've created with myself, you know? I think when you get older, especially when you're entering your 20s, it, you're in the middle of like, I'm an adult, but I'm also still trying to figure it out as trying to become an adult and entering into that adult stage. So that's when it really started. Um, and so in regards to the insecurities, it was um, not to go, well, to go into detail, it was like comparison. I think um, being in your 20s in this generation with social media um being such a big factor comparison um is really like the thing that um i realized that i was constantly doing not just in my relationship but like in everything else in my life but it also stemmed from you know the things that happened in my first relationship family um majority being my family being females and, you know, I know my family means well, but um, all of us being females kind of created like a comparison thing for all of us. Um, and so that really was something that I realized that kept happening in my life and not in my relationship. And also like my my relationship with myself is like comparing you know where I am now or where I want to be compared to other people um, and so I think social media has a lot to do with that and that's when when I realized that that was a biggest factor in my life I realized like oh I don't want to carry this over throughout my 20s so I need to start being proactive about it and it's it hasn't been like a smooth ride but being in my relationship now and having a partner, not just a, a romantic partner, but like also a friend um, at that is, is really what helped me be proactive and also knowing that in my 20s, this is the work that I need to be done to be better and to enjoy my 20s and my 30s and my 40s. And so 2017, 2021, it hasn't been a smooth ride, but... Um, I've been more proactive, more than ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I would agree. I mean, honestly, like, like I said earlier, her life is extravagant. Like she's living <laughs> her life now, so we love that for her, obviously. Um, but no, I I think that's amazing, and honestly, I think we all need to work on our self love. You know, whether it be like due to like family traumas, like we had said, or or like insecurities with relationships. Mm -hmm. Self-love obviously starts with you and just you. It could be with another person that's helping you mm -hmm. along the way, but not relying on that person is a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly if you had relied on your previous partner, mm -hmm. um, and maybe that's where the insecurity stemmed, but I think that, you know, like usually the journey is with oneself, like, by oneself mm -hmm. um so yeah that's pretty much all i have to say about that at least just because for me i'm still going through my self-love journey i think that i'm i don't want to say i'm nearing the end mm -hmm. um because i think that it's an it's an it's a journey that you know lasts forever yeah but i'm definitely somewhere that i can say like i am confident with myself and i love myself and i and i'm so proud of the accomplishments that i have you know accomplished obviously over the years and right now, it's such a, you know, great point in my life that I'm, like, living kind of, like, the best of both worlds. Like, I'm I'm in my 20s, and, like, yeah, I may be suffering some days, and then, you know, I just come here, and, like, we talk about it, and, like, kind of, like, like I said, in retrospect, mm -hmm. we're doing well. Like, we're doing okay. Like, I think it's just the comparisons, like, when you're thinking about it at the moment, like, that you're thinking about it. It's just, like, bombarding your brain and stuff like that. But honestly, mm -hmm. it just takes that kind of, like, step back. Um, to really look at all that um, and, and think of it, you know, from a different perspective, not just, like, the per the perspective you were in when you were first thinking about it, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It may sound kind of confusing, so I apologize for that. <laughs> but, yeah, that's really what I have to say about that. And I agree with that, too. What you said is, like, from 2017 to, I would say, like, 2020, it hasn't been, like, a smooth ride. Like, oh, I'm just every single day. It's a perfect day. It's been ups and down with it. But now heading into 20, you know, being in 2021, heading into 2022, um, 
I, I have been more proactive with it than comparison to 2017 to 2019. Yeah. So really, it, I... I've been more proactive with it last half of 2020 and then now heading into 2022. Yeah, exactly. It's an up and down. It's an up and down for sure. Journey. Um, give me one second. We're going to pull up those questions. So professional of me. So sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, but yeah, let's kind of just start with the first question. Yes. Which is, if it would show me, LOL. Okay. Um, let's see if I can interpret this the right way. Okay. How to balance confidence, but also believing in first impressions. How to balance confidence and believing in first. I first think impression? I. Yeah. I mean, I think. Honestly. Maybe I won't give. Maybe this might not make so much sense to everyone when I answer it, but confidence in something that you just kind of want to keep, like, even if it's not what you're feeling, it's, like, something that you're emulating, something that you're showing to someone else is that you're mm-hmm. confident. Like I said, if you, you know, if you got to fake it till you make it, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but kind of just, like, do that along the way. Like, first impressions, I, I want to know exactly of what. Um, I don't know if it's first impressions of others or, like, of or like a of someone's first impression of you so yeah so this this is someone viewing you and you just want to seem confident just kind of like fake it till you make it um just kind of like you know shoulders up kind of you know speak with a loud voice you know make yourself heard um that may be really hard honestly for a lot of people because some people are shy obviously and that exists Mm -hmm. but having kind of like knowing what confidence looks like and then trying to to, to, to copy that and to like I said emulate that it it that could really help you I guess not only gain confidence um, but like people look at you a different way because yeah. when you are confident people want to people are like oh not intimidated but they can be like oh this person really has their shit together mm-hmm, type of mm-hmm. thing and you may not honestly I I know for a long time I was faking it. And people are like, wow, I love your... <laughs> well, not to sound kind of weird, but like, I love your confidence. Yeah. Um, but, like, I was... People loved being around me just because I had kind of, like, this um, different perspective. And I didn't mind voicing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I felt extremely un- inconfident. Inconfident? How do you Insecure yeah. about <laughs> it. Honestly. Um, like, they didn't know. Because yeah. I was kind of, like, just tricking them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So for me, I'm going to start with a, fir- was it first impression? It was, um, how to balance confidence, but also believing in first impressions. Maybe we answered this question incorrectly, but you know, we're kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> so first impression, I would, when someone gives you first impression, like, um, comments or maybe just voicing what they thought of you, I say with that, hear what they have to say, but first impression or first or if they give you a compliment for me it was like I first like I'm still practicing this now but when people give me um, compliments whether they're good or bad I just take the time to hear that and um, no matter where whether if it's good or bad or if it's positive or negative however you define it you know I just receive it from their point of view but at the same time I think that goes back to self-love and also your confidence level. Like, there's going to be some days where you don't feel confident or you don't feel as good as you usually feel. Or there are some days where you do feel really, 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 really good. And so, um, so for me, how I practice is now is, like, if someone gives me a compliment, I just receive it. And um, if it's a negative compliment or I feel like it's coming from a negative energy... I usually process it and I don't hold on to it too much. And if it's something good, then I'm always like, you know, I receive it. I, you know, I'm welcoming of it. Um, and so with the, with confidence, I think that also goes back into just loving yourself and being secure in, in who you are. And in days where you don't feel the best, you know, receive that compliment and, you know, be 
be confident no matter what and like you said like sometimes in the beginning you fake it till you make it and so you do end up at that point but um with compliments i would or impressions just receive it however and if it's negative it's up to you you know to decide whether you want to um receive it at at whatever or constructive yeah you know. mm-hmm. so i would just receive it and process it and then um, with confidence or balancing confidence, you know, always practice it no matter what. And it doesn't always have to look perfect. Like, you don't always yeah. have to feel the highest of the high. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to feel it in order to, like, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can, like I said, fake it, but <laughs> you guys get it. Obviously, <laughs> we're it'd be like a 26-hour conversation if yeah. we were doing it that way. But, yeah, next up... Um, Dear friend says, not a question, but please talk about confrontation and confronting. Um, It's hard for me. So, for me, nowadays, Mm -hmm. not scared of confrontation. I will tell you how it is. Um, Like, there is no way that you can beat around the bush for something as important as this. If this is something about your... If someone is questioning how you are, um, like... How, how you are, like, let's say in, in let's say, in the workforce. Mm-hmm. Let's say someone is underestimating you or someone is, you know, whatever, saying something about you. Or just even, like, your own character, like, you know, just kind of, like, the, the mature thing to do is pull aside and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree with, like, negative confrontation. Like, I'm just here to be like, hey, I heard this and this, and I want to make sure that, if it is true, I want to hear it from you, and I want you to elaborate. Mm-hmm. After the elaboration, you can give your, uh, you know, deliberation about that. And if you agree or whatever, that's up to you, I guess. But in order to... First, you have to, like, you know, think of it in their shoes first. Mm-hmm. What could you do or what could you have done uh, that may have possibly made this person think of you this way or whatever mm-hmm. and then confronting you know by going up to them and be like hey like may I have a word with you or like can I speak can we, can we talk real quick oh I just have a question like don't be shy because this person is probably just as afraid of ye- of, of confrontation as you are because clearly if they weren't they would have talked to you about it they would have mm-hmm. come up to you about it and talked to you Regarding the issue, whatever it was. And this could be in personal life. It doesn't have to be just work. It could be literally anywhere. Um, But if you are worried about the confrontation, just kind of like think of it this way. They're probably just as afraid. So there's no reason to be, you know, scared of that. Yeah. So Uh, that's my take. I agree with that too. I feel like I don't think anyone ever likes being in a confrontational situation. So for me... Um, you know, being in my 20s or 24 now, but um, that's still in your 20s. <laughs> um, but I don't think anyone ever wants to be in a confrontational situation. But like what you said, too, I agree with that. It's like rather than it being a, a fight or like an extreme argument, um, I, w- I do agree with your advice and just saying pull them aside or send them a private message like, hey, you know, I'm not really understanding what your point of view is, you know, um, I would like to discuss it with you without having to argue. And so I think that's always the first step is like, if you want to handle that situation, then, you know, obviously message them or talk to them privately, not online, because, you know, everybody else is going to get involved and it's going to get escalated. And you And in the first place, you don't want to be in a confrontational um, situation anyway. So you know, for me, it's like, the first step is like, do I want to put myself in this situation? And then the second thing is like, is it even worth your time? Yeah. So yeah. So it's like, do you want to be in this situation? And if so, confront the person privately. And you know, if they agree, then you handle it, you know, privately in your own matter, and you guys can disagree, or um, disagree with each other or agree with any much with each other but at the same time you have to pick whether you if this is even worth your energy and your time exactly next question Mm -hmm. is do you think social media has played a big part into people's insecurities we have definitely talked about this before last episode 
Um, so please listen to that if you haven't. But yes, it obviously has. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much on it just because we know. Like, mm-hmm. you see someone and you compare yourself and you're like, why don't I look like this? Or why don't I have this life? Or blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to, it's bound to happen. Social media is very toxic. You can choose to be off. You can choose to on, you know, stay on it. Kind of like knowing who you follow also because I follow obviously like a lot of like attractive men. (laughs) So like comparing myself is not always what I should be doing to be honest because I don't really care. Like, I mean, yeah, sometimes it motivates you. Sometimes it, you know, makes you feel like shit. Um, I think for me it was more of like... um, it's a deterrent because, like, I know that if I'm on social media, something is bound to make my feelings hurt. Mm. (laughs) But, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to say about that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, For me, well, I think we mentioned it in this episode, too, is that, like, I do think social media has a lot to do with, like, people's insecurities. And I think the start of that is, like, comparing yourself to other people or people you know. Um, so with my experience with that, I've definitely had that experience before. And usually what helps me is to kind of have a social media break. Um, I think the longest I've taken myself off of social media is like a whole year, actually. Like I took a whole year off out of like Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. Oh my gosh, needed. Much needed. And I think the only thing that I had was Pinterest. So I didn't have Instagram, Snapchat, or Facebook, and I just had Pinterest. And so, you know, that's what really helped me. And also, just remember that, like, Instagram is everyone's highlight reel. You know, like, you don't see everyone, you don't see when people are crying in there. Like, no one wants to to show that, and you don't see when people get into arguments with their partners or with their family. Like, that's never been shown. So... I think what we have to realize or remember about social media is like majority of the stuff on there are people's highlight reels and if it's getting to that point where it is detrimental to your mentality or your emotions then I would highly recommend like a social media break because it was it definitely um clear my head but it also put me back into reality and what the real world is really like yeah honestly like even on pinterest i feel like i would <laughs> compare myself to someone um but yeah i've never been on a on a social media cleanse i've never ever done that yeah i would i should probably do it it's like the best thing but then again i don't feel the need for it just because i am in a good place where mm-hmm. i can look at something and detach yeah i'm detached all the time let's yeah. be honest <laughs> I'm not in someone else. I'm not involved in someone else's life. If you're not paying my bills, I do not care. Yeah. But yeah. Um, next up, mm-hmm. uh, do you think men or women are more insecure in this generation? Honestly, everyone's insecure. That's a good question. And 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 I think that the same amount, probably maybe a little more men in my opinion. Really. Because they keep it to themselves. As a man, if you guys didn't know, um, I am a man. Yeah. Um, Personally, as well, as a gay man, as an overweight gay man, I feel like that's different because for me, I don't see that as like, um, like I I wasn't secure, not so much right now, maybe a little bit, but like, I think for things that I can fix. Mm-hmm. Things that you can't fix, you should not be insecure about. That's that's one thing. I feel like we need to take that out of like completely out of the out of the way. Men and women are going to compare each other anyways. Like if you don't have them around, if you do have them around, if you have, you know, the timeline cleanse, which I guess is like a good way to get rid of, you know, some insecurities, but I think everyone is insecure. There's no you know, there's no point in talking to someone a certain way or, like, making someone feel weird because you feel weird, obviously. You are the one that feels insecure, so you're trying to make someone else feel more insecure. Like, that, there's no point in doing that. Like, you're making you and the other person feel bad. So that's my take on that. I think that everyone is insecure no matter what. Whether or not there is a gender that is more insecure, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know, but I would say... 
in my opinion, maybe men, just because men are, like, put through, oh, my God, poor men, uh, cry, cry, cry. I think, like, men, like, may have more standards. Like, yeah, women may have, like, this ex- this specific body standard or this and that, but, like, I feel like men keep it so bottled up that maybe, mm-hmm. like, they build it up so much that it's just horrible insecurity. Yeah. And maybe men are not comfortable talking about that, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, still... I don't like men anyways, but, like, besides the point, yeah. Um, wait, so the question was, like, do we think men have more insecurities than women? Or, or men or gender? women, yeah. Okay, so for me, I think that everyone has some type of insecurities yeah, or no have experienced their insecurities at some point in their yeah. life. Um, and so Philip and I actually talk about this a lot. Um, Philip is my like well we call each other like life partner Um, this is your soon-to-be husband (laughs) so um so we talk about this all the time i agree with you about men because i feel like in our society now there's a certain standards that men are put into um but i think everyone has experienced whether you're a man or a woman or whatever you identify as um, i think everyone has had or is experiencing their insecurities yeah um and i don't i you know i think we would have to like research which really yeah like it's it's scientific to the point too scientific for me to even care about if i'm being honest (laughs) um but like even even right now like when i was like seeing philip i was like by the way he is so buff and i look (laughs) at him and i'm like oh yeah i i need to be on your level and that's a comparison that is healthy because it's like something like that i personally want to improve on Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, like that is so amazing. Like I need to do that. I need to get on my on my shit. Um, but Philip doesn't like. Philip may look at me and be like, wow, he's so confident or something. Like I wish, mm-hmm. like you don't have, you know, like someone is going to be insecure about something. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Yeah. He probably didn't think that to be honest, but um, like. <laughs> but someone, I think everyone has experience. You know, of it, course, you know? Like, like, like you may be you may be looking at someone like oh my god I wish I was them but they may be looking at you the same being like oh my god I wish I was I I, I felt like that or mm-hmm. whatever so honestly if you're confident you're exuding so much that is positive mm-hmm. and it shows on your face it shows in your body language um, and I think that's someone that I can I can trust is someone that is confident I can trust in them mm-hmm. um, I can trust shy people obviously it's not no big deal like I mean someone developing their their confidence that's you know mm-hmm. something that they can you know they can figure out but um, and I will let them obviously yeah <laughs> but yeah point but was I think, but I think we both agree that like I think whether you're a man or woman whatever you identify no. with you have experience or currently experiencing some type yeah, of insecurity. Exactly. So, I don't think it's one is superior than the other. Unless we do our research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another person says, um, not exactly the question, but statement, uh, tummy insecurities, exclamation point, exclamation point. For me, um, Is that tummy or insecurities? No, it just says tummy insecurities. Tummy insecurities. Like, like tummy. Oh, like tummy T-U-M-M-O-Y. Yes. Oh. Yes. Hara's like so like unfamiliar because she's so skinny. I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What? She does not have a tummy. She's flat, <laughs> flat stomach. Um, but no, I mean for me, honestly, like nowadays I don't even care. Like I just look in the mirror. I'm like, okay, cool, work, whatever. Mm-hmm. Back then I was like, ugh, get rid of this. Yeah. But like I don't really care. I don't know what to say about that. So like, like I think that so long, like for so long, I thought people were like looking at me, and be like, oh, he's fat whatever Mm -hmm. but like i don't think people are ever doing that (laughs) like i feel like people are like i don't care like i don't think people ever like think about someone else's body Mm -hmm. uh, unless they're upset with their own yeah if you're not even thinking about your own body like probably nothing about someone else's if Mm -hmm. we're being honest but next um tell me insecurities Mm -hmm. don't even be insecure that's that's what i'm gonna say yeah don't i think for me okay i did have a little when i came to California. So prior to me moving here, I was in the Philippines for two months, mm. and I gained so much weight. I can show you my picture. Like I don't look the same. So and I did. That's when I really like built fat. I think that was like the heaviest I've been. And I also had braces. I don't think I told you. This. Oh no! I, I had braces. Know. Yeah. So you were fat, had braces, no, and so were four eleven. This is a no, good one. No. So <laughs> I was. So when I got braces, I I think I went down to like seventy pounds. 
because I wasn't. I I also got sent to the hospital because I was so dehydrated. I couldn't eat anything. For braces. Yeah, yeah. I wish we had the same braces mm-hmm. experience because my braces like literally like, mine was like oh my god my teeth hurt for a little bit and yeah. then I was like trying to eat around the pain and then I started eating normally and every time I would get my braces tightened the same thing like it would hurt a little bit Mm -hmm. and I would eat around the pain so I was so like (laughs) like it didn't do anything for me no I had the same experience was like I had to get four of my like teeth pulled out yeah yeah oh no and then so i lost weight from that okay that was like in between two i weeks still gain between. weight i don't know how you do that but i still do <laughs> so that so they i had to take four of my teeth out and then i had then i got my braces installed okay. and then i think that was like a whole month and a half process and then i got sent to the hospital oh. so i lost so much weight in that month in like a in a period of like two months yeah okay. you lost how much in that time um i think i was I think I lost like ten pounds because oh. I got up to like seventy. Oh gosh. Seventy pounds. Yeah, it mm. was like it, it was a lot. So, um, but then I went to the Philippines and I gained so much weight in two months because I was just like eating and everything. So, I, like I gained a little pouch. But <laughs> really, what helped me was um, fasting. I don't think I talked to you about this, but no. I fasted. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So. Philip, um, he has a company called I'm Creature Science, and shout out, shout out, <laughs> and so so when I when I came here, you know, we were trying to like just change my body and everything, and so I fasted, and that was the first time I fasted. So I think the longest was like three days, seventy two hours. That's yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. So I didn't eat anything. I just had hot water, hot tea, mm. and then that really like took out my fat, my cheek my cheeks I try that. and like my tummy yeah i mean still like but, don't be insecure obviously yeah, but don't be this insecure. is this is someone else's account on yeah. what they did in yeah, order so, to like get over that insecurity mm-hmm. um you can still have it and not be insecure yes. but i'm probably gonna take the tip to be honest you said three days <laughs> no eating and or you can drinking do it for water a weekend. yeah so so like what i did was I fasted for like three days. I just had water, hot water with lemon, and that was it. But what you said in the beginning, don't be insecure. Like no. everyone has some. Belly she fat. was already going through something. So yeah. that's, that's like every the point. yeah. Just just know that the foundation is like your body has carried you through your twenties, and it's going to continue doing that for you. And just love. Just yeah. love, love the temple that you're mm. in, okay? And if you do, I'm not a doctor. We're not a doctor. We're not no. prescribing anything. I am no one. <laughs> so, but the, what I did was I fasted. Yeah, that's why I tell people. I was like, just get vaccinated. I listen to the doctor. If you don't listen <laughs> to the doctor, then you're done. Because if you have nothing to do with, like, any of that, and, like, you're being like, nah, I don't want to get Yeah, that's mm-hmm. besides the point. Anyways, I don't want to indoctrinate, indoctrinate you guys. But, yeah. Um, don't be insecure. That's easy. Just kidding. Um, what would you say to your insecurities if they were people? Honestly, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, if I can talk to my insecurities, I'd be like... Shut up. Like, like, shut up. Yeah. I would say shut up, F you. Yeah. And... Well, I'd say it. I'd say it. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, please. Please leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not say. worth it. Honestly, like, I don't know. Mine don't have voices, personally. Mm-hmm. If yours do... Go to a doctor, possibly. <laughs> I would, well, actually, I would be like, you are not worth my energy. Yeah, you are not worth my energy. You're not real. Mm-hmm. You're not real at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Die. You know? Yeah. Um, how do you tell your family that their backhanded compliments are your insecurities? Ooh. Honestly, it's hard because especially being Latino, like, they think everything that they're complimenting you on or, like, like, well, yeah, they think everything they're complimenting on is, like, oh, my God, I should be so proud of that or, like, so happy with that. Mm-hmm. But also, when they want to roast you, they will roast you. There is no, like, my family will really? roast me. Yeah. They'll, oh, you have gained weight. Oh, just like, <laughs> a full-out saying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you look awful. I'm like, Ugh. Oh, my. Yeah. But, I mean, they mean well. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they don't know how to express that. Because mm. their parents didn't raise them in a way that it was like, you know, I feel like it's so different. The, the generation plus the different country and like yeah. this and that, like that didn't really help them. Um, but yeah, they just don't know how to say things. And that's like where I'm like, 
damn, bitch, like, you could have just said, like, <laughs> let's, you know, go to the gym together, but no, it was like, damn, bitch, you look just fat. Just full out saying. Yeah, I'm like, okay. It's like, like, no well, filter. Yeah. So, in my culture, being Asian, or specifically Filipino, same thing as your culture, too, is, like, they'll just flat out say yeah. it. Um, and also... Yeah, they'll flat out say it, but I know they mean well at the same time. But I think what you said about, like, the different generations, I feel like the generation prior to ours was about survival. And then, like, I think with our generation, it's a little bit more Mm -hmm. self-reflection-based, I feel, and or self-expression. So, for me, I just, I kind of grew out of that. Yeah. You know? Like, I think for me, it was like, I knew they mean well, but it, it can get you. But at the same time, I just kind of like, I just kind of outgrew. Yeah. I kind of listen to it and then forget about it. Because yeah. you need to know, you need to be self-aware, like, of everything. Mm-hmm. And like, as far as like how you feel about yourself, this is where kind of the self-love comes in. Because like if you know you love yourself... And your family says things that you don't like mm-hmm. and that are your insecurities. Just kind of like forget about it because not only do they not know that it is your insecurity, mm-hmm. and but they mean well, you know? So just kind of like, I don't say excuse it because that's not excusable. Yeah, yeah. If you need to talk to someone and they don't, they don't care about it, if they don't show, you know, that they care about you or, or the way you feel about that... That's on them, and you can choose whatever you want to do with your life. You don't have to yeah. surround yourself with them or anything. Yeah, so I agree with that, too. I think it's just, like, knowing who you are and loving yourself, but at the same time, like, if you want to confront it, then, you know, I think from the previous question is, like, is it worth your energy? But I think for me, with my family, it's just, like, I know they mean well, but I'm not choosing to deal with it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not even like. I mean, if it, it affects me for sure, but I don't. I don't really put so much energy into it. Like I'll feel it and then I'll get over it. Yeah. Yeah. There's different ways you can go about it. Honestly, I don't have all the science in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I may not be the best person to ask, but like I'm here to give some good advice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Our perspective. Yeah. Um. Do you believe plastic surgery will heal folks from insecurities? Ooh. Um. I, you know, for some people it has. Mm-hmm. Like, if let's say your nose is an insecurity, you get a nose job, and it's a good nose job, then yeah, maybe yeah. that will. But I think you should learn to love it, you know, how you were born. Mm-hmm. I think there's some cases where I would, like, be like, you know what, yeah, if you want a nose job, go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because sometimes I've been, I've seen schnozzes, so, like, it really depends on the person. I wanted to get a nose job, personally. I wanted to. Yeah. I don't think anymore. I did. I, I think I did too in middle school. I probably, you know, I still will. <laughs> I don't say I still will get one. My nose is kind of crooked. So. Huh? Yeah. Do you see that? I see it, but I. It I, curves. I, oh, I, but I did notice that, that until way. you pointed it out. Yeah, it pisses me off because when I look in the camera, one side looks good, but the other does not. Or I think it, I think it doesn't, but... It looks good. I didn't honestly notice it until you just pointed it out. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't even care about you and how you look. Sorry I keep spitting at the mic. Um, Um, But, yeah. Okay, so for me, I don't... Okay, so for me, I've definitely thought about um, getting plastic surgery. And still sometimes it creeps up in my thoughts. But my foundation that I've learned through my journey is just, like... Fix it naturally first, and if you're not satisfied with it after, then make that decision. Because yeah. plastic surgery, you can you it's, cannot. It's redo. almost permanent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can do it I mean, again. You can, you can undo it for sure, but mm. the effects of it in your body is yeah. it's I it I think it's permanent. Yeah. I don't think you can. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to fix it once you've mm-hmm. done it. Agreed. Agreed. This is another question. What made you accept being fat was okay? Um, so, specifically for this person, I don't think that I've been, I don't think I'm okay with being fat. I think I'm, I think I'm okay with being, Being you know, being me. Yeah. Um, being fat is not a part of me. Like, it is, it is, you know, it's a, maybe it could be a descriptor, but it's not who I am. Like, 
You know what I mean? I don't know. I always like joke like, yeah, I'm fat, well, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, that's not who I am as a person. I'm not fat. Like when you describe me, you're not gonna be like, oh, fat, you know? Like mm-hmm. you say like, whatever, you know, whatever actually describes my, my being. Um, but will I, like, do I want to lose weight? Yes. Do I, do I care to do it right now? No, but I also want to do it. But like, it's not something that I think it's, it takes me so much to do it just because not that I'm okay with being fat, but like I said, I'm, I love myself no matter what. And you know, so like I probably will do something about it at some point, and yeah. I want to probably do it before it gets too late, uh, whatever the definition of too late be- is. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, for me. Yeah. So you base. I do agree with you. Like, I love how you put the fact that it's not a defining factor of who you are, and you're also you yeah. love yourself too. Um, for me, my struggle was like I was always quote unquote so skinny but knowing the fact that you can change your body should should give you some comfort like what you said like if you want to go to the gym or do something about it just know that your weight doesn't define who you are and it's not a defining factor who you are if you're happy if you're happy with how you look that's one thing seeing a number on the scale is not gonna like tip me you know because i can be I could be a certain weight and look overweight, but I could be a certain weight and actually have a bunch of muscle. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That's why I think BMI is another thing that I don't really agree with. I think it's kind of dumb sometimes. Um, just because, like, it isn't really a true... It's weird. Like, yeah, you guys should, you know, if you guys don't know, but, like, if you, let's say, weigh 200 pounds and you're 5'10 or whatever, mm-hmm. it's, like... This is your BMI. doesn't matter if you have muscle. It doesn't matter if you have this or that. It just tells you your weight and your height. That's your BMI. So I think that's dumb because it could be all fat or it could be all muscle, you know? So, so yeah, that's what I'm going to say about that. And maybe BMI means something else that I'm not even, like, you know, really doing well. But I don't... I, yeah. Um, how did you deal with insecurities as a kid? Honestly, as a kid, I don't really think I had any. Like, yeah, maybe I was the chunky one of mm-hmm. the friend group or whatever, but in I don't think anyone ever thought that of me. Like you, so you would you say you don't think you thought about it so much when yeah. you were younger? Yeah, I mean, I I knew what I looked like and I looked yeah. a little different, but mm-hmm. I don't think I cared until you know later on when people like probably mentioned it mm-hmm. or like when it became such a big topic, like oh I can't. I don't fit the same clothes that you do, or, like, I don't yeah. fit, you know, but I don't think I care as a child. Mm, I think for the same for me, too. Like, I've always heard the whole, oh, you were, like, so skinny and everything. So, as a child, I don't think I ever thought about it as much. But now, like, going into your teen years, I think that's when I started, like, recognizing it more. But mm-hmm. as a child, I don't think I ever thought about exactly. it too much. Um, do you project a certain image so others won't pay attention to your insecurities? Honestly, yes and no. It depends what it is. Like, let's say I start a new job and I don't know, let's say I have to talk to customers or something. Mm -hmm. And I may not know everything about what I'm doing. I kind of like pretend I know. Yeah. And they think that I know. Because I'm I'm faking it. So you're saying fake it? You kind of fake it till you make it. Kind of goes back to what we're talking about. Like Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I just I just show an image which is like a confident person that knows what they're doing, Mm -hmm. but in reality, I may not know everything. So Hmm. that's my take. So for me, I think. Wait, what was the question again? Um, Do you project a certain image so others won't pay attention to your insecurities? Um, I don't project a certain image um i know like when taking pictures or whatever i know my angles and everything yeah, yeah, so true, it's true. not so much about like projecting a certain image it's just knowing what works sorry you guys heard my knee <laughs> pop it's just um knowing what works for you yeah yeah I, so i don't think i project a certain image i just think i know what i works just know what works for, for me. me yeah and i can make myself look 
however I'd like. Mm -hmm. And that's not, yeah, and that's not because of an insecurity. It's just because I like the way I look like this. Mm -hmm. Or I like the way I feel when I do this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that could make sense. That could not make sense. Who knows? Whatever you think, guys. Honestly. Um, It says, what is the craziest thing you did this year? Honestly. I like that question. I don't know. I don't really know, and I don't... I don't know. What about your trips? Um, trips, trips, trips. Well, I went to Cabo. You know what? That might have been the craziest decision I made, Mm -hmm. because it was such a last-minute trip for me. Um, I wasn't planning on going. It was just my aunt and some family friends. Mm -hmm. And then, all of a sudden, um, my aunt was like, do you want to go? And it was literally, like, a week before the trip. Really? And I was like... "It's So that's not that unexpected. Yeah. But, like, it is slightly unexpected, is. you know? So I had to, like, ask for a request of time off and stuff and whatever. Yeah. Um, But, like, I made that decision to leave like that. And I, I hadn't gone... Um, Yeah, I've never been to Cabo, so I was like, whatever, let's go. And she has been several times, so I just followed her. Yeah, Um, but it was cute. Yeah, it was kind of spontaneous. I don't think that's the craziest thing, honestly. That's the first thing I could think about. Mm -hmm. Um, Another crazy thing, maybe crazy, is like um, leaving my my previous job as fast as I did. Because I was, like, ready to stay there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And to me, it, it sounds crazy because I've been there... I, I had been there at that point for, like, a year when I got my new job. And I was, like... I had, I did not plan on applying anywhere. And this was very, like, out of the ordinary for me. I would just... I would... I wanted to stay. But I don't know what came over me. And I just, like, applied to this new job. And then, they, you know, I like, I like it more, so... Yeah. Maybe that's another crazy thing. I think your life is crazy, the fact that you're alive every day. Yeah. Uh, if you are alive. So for, I think the craziest thing is what I did recently is, so Philip and I, um, we did a cross-country trip from Florida to California. I think that was the craziest thing, but one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever had. Um, because just getting to see different um, states was a really good experience and such an eye-opening experience. So we, so I think we traveled for, I want to say we got on the road. So we were on the road total, like two and a half days. Oh, yeah. And we had like four hours of sleep every single night. Yeah. So I think that was the craziest. Um, yeah. So we left. So Florida, and then we stayed in Florida for two days, stayed in Alabama for two days. We traveled the 21st, I want to say, um, and then got home the 23rd. Oh, wow. Or so you just midnight, midnight. 24th. 24th, yeah. Okay. So I think that was the craziest thing. That's cool. But another craziest thing I did was my midterm and my final for one of my classes. It was a law class, and my midterm was 49 pages. Oh, wow. And then my midterm was... Oh, my midterm was 49 pages, and my final was 28 pages. You had to write these? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my midterm was... You 80, wrote 49 pages? Yeah, 84 paragraphs, and my midterm was 55 paragraphs. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Not so I think those were the two crazy. And you did that all like so my midterm I did that in like a week span so I have some time but my final I had like two days to do it uh uh-uh. uh yeah no not for me yeah no 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 that, I think that's a um how did you or how are you overcoming your insecurities um time like mm-hmm. living your day to day life experiencing things. You kind of just forget about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't live my life constantly thinking about my insecurities. Um, I live my life nowadays to live my life. Not for others, not for whoever, for myself only. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what I think. I mean, I don't really tend to my insecurities. Like That's not what I think about. 
yeah, it may come up every once in a while if there's, like, a trigger of some sort. But, like, really, just waiting it out, time, possibly working on it yourself. There are some... It depends on the insecurity. I can't really give insight on on insecurities that I don't have because I don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But at least, like, for body, like, realizing that no one cares about how you look, um, that's a big one for me. Uh, realizing that people are not looking at you with malicious intent, that's another one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just kind of living your life to whatever the fullest is to you. And that's it, you know? Just kind of, like, continue. Yeah. So, I like what you said in the beginning is time. I think time um, is a key factor. But for me, what I've been doing is I journal a lot mm. um i ju- so i have my own physical journal and if i don't have my journal i'll pull up my notes on my iphone and when i start to feel insecure i'll write affirmations down mm. oh i write them down i like that. um so i write a lot and honestly the gym when i really started being proactive going to the gym um it has helped me a lot but writing and going to the gym has been kind of like yeah those seem like great alternatives you know yeah. to or not even alternatives like kind of things to distract you in some mm-hmm. way um but yeah i like that uh how have insecurities affected your relationships i have not had a relationship myself so really? i'll just let you do that yeah i've never had one up mm. not one bit so in my relationship now with philip being with someone who's self-secure and have also gone through their self-love journey and still continuing to do so, um, that has helped a lot. And so the question was, like, how do you... How, what was it? I just had a brain fart. Um, how have they affected your relationship? Oh, how have they affected my relationship? So um, they have... Okay, so... Being with someone who's self-secure and who also has gone through their self-journey, um, it's more of like a mirror. Like, of course, it has an effect in, its, in, my, in, in your relationship, but being with someone who's aware of themselves and also want better for you um, has not... It has only made me think that I need... It has only... Um, how do I put this? It has only made me realize that I have someone who loves me unconditionally, but while I'm going through these stages of loving myself, they'll support me and love me no matter what. So it has affected, you know, communication for us, but, um, it hasn't really affected our relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a detrimental thing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Excuse me, y'all. Sorry, I don't know what that was. It's not Omicron. I will. I will guarantee that. Um. I guess to end it with, I don't want to end right now, but I think that this question, question. Yeah, let me just check something real quick because I have to make sure that we are covering all our bases. Um. Well, this question says. How do you deal with self-image perspective and low self-esteem? So, <clears throat> this is a this is packed. This is a loaded statement. Yeah. Because how do you deal with self-image perspective? Yeah. Self-image perspective and low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Honestly, personally, like I said, I'm not super insecure right now. So I'm doing well. For myself mm-hmm. not to flex on y'all but yeah um i'm kind of i'm gonna let Hara talk about this one a little bit so okay so how do you deal with your self-image perspective okay and, and then, then your self-esteem so oh gosh this is, this, this is it's heavy i don't know if i have dealt with it mm-hmm. i'm just so bliss nowadays yeah and because I just ignore everything. I work so much that I cannot think about it. But I will say this, because I used to do that too, but don't overwork yourself as a distraction because it will catch up to you. Oh, it will definitely catch up to me. Yeah. For sure. I mean, right now, honestly, I'm in such a... I've said this several times. I'm in such a good place mentally, physically... Well, not physically, but mentally for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, And emotionally that I don't think that... 
I'm having an issue. Like, I don't think I'm gonna, I'm really dealing with it because, like I said, I am working too. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of letting it ride out. I'm giving it time if there is anything. And I'm knowing that I am loved by people around me. That's all that I need in my life. I don't need, like, that's all the validation I need. I need to know that people are there for me and I'm there for them as well. Mm -hmm. And knowing that there is, that I have work to do and that I make a difference in the workplace. Mm -hmm. That's all that matters to me. Whether or not that sounds capitalistic, that's for you guys to decide. I don't really care. Um, I like working, so yeah. So, to answer that question, I would say going back to, like, me writing a lot and going to the gym is really what helped me. But I think how dealing with that is, I don't know, I feel like that's such a loaded question. Yeah, But I think, like, writing and going to the gym has been my medicine, but how to deal with it or dealing with it, it's... Knowing that the voices in your head are not true and it does not define who you're going to be. They're not even real. Yeah. Let's be honest. They're not real questions. Like, they're not real voices. You know? Like, that's what you may feel like, but... That's your insecurity feeding your insecurity. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, no more. Cut that out. Please. Um, But, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all the questions. Mm -hmm. But I think... This is actually a previous one from the previous episodes where we're talking about relationships in your 20s. Mm-hmm. But this person says, do you think being fat makes your makes you second guess if people actually like you? Yes. All the time. Because even though I know people are not thinking about it as friends mm-hmm. or like the way I look, people are not thinking about that. Romantic partners... Mm, I think are thinking about it all the time. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I could be with someone for a little bit, and I, for some reason, I overthink and everything as far as my looks and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and like I let that take over me for some reason. But with friends, not really. Yeah. So I think it does make me second guess if they actually like me. They could tell me eighty million times. Oh, this, 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 and and positive, you know, affirmations, whatever, mm-hmm. and reassuring me. But I'd be like, no, like, yeah, it's not clicking. Like, what's not clicking? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. For me, it was opposite. It was like, oh, am I too skinny for mm-hmm. my partner? You know, or do I have enough curve as yeah. a woman, like, for my partner? So for me, um, so with that, I. I have experienced that, and some days I do experience it, but what I realized was that that's going to hurt your relationship more. Yeah. Because your partner chose you for a reason. Yeah. And although that you might be, think that you're overweight or too skinny or whatever, um, that is you um, kind of picking apart your weight, whether you're too skinny or whether you think you're fat, I think is only doing detrimental effects to your relationship if you feed it so much more because your partner chose you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing I have to say about that is like if you are dating someone and then all of a sudden like you gain weight or lose weight or whatever and they don't like that, this person is not for you because why are they they're there for they should be there for your personality first of all. But there's a lot of people on, like, um, like dating apps that are like, I prefer this. I prefer fit guys. I prefer mm-hmm. this. Blah, 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 blah. First of all, go fuck yourself because you don't want to listen to anyone talk before you actually get to know them. You want to see them. You want them to be pleasing to your eyes first. You know what? How about I talk to you and I'm like, I don't like fit guys. Fuck off. You know? Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> like, I think since fit is the standard, like, what people should want or whatever bullshit like i don't i don't think so but um do your own thing like this person doesn't like you for who you are then no next it'd be different and they were like i am worried for your health yeah because that's something that that they are worried for you and they want you to be here as long as possible Mm -hmm. your health is important to them that's good your looks not so much yeah i think for me is like if you're with someone who is bullying you rather than loving on you and encouraging you to change, 
um, that's a big red flag. But if your partner is coming to you with love and like care, like, hey, babe, you know, I'm worried that you're gaining weight or losing too or much, losing too much or whatever it may be. I think if it comes from a loving place, then, you know, that person is def definitely has your best interest. But if there's someone who's like bullying you, you know, um, then that's definitely. Yeah, that's a red big red flag. flag. Bye, bye, yeah. bye, bye, bye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Hara, for being here and yes. for being amazing. Thank you. Thank you for even having the time for me today. Because this morning I, I woke up and I was like, OMG, like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, I don't have my guest. I am just going crazy. Like, mm -hmm. and you guys know I'm trying to alternate and everything. But Hara was so down this morning. We had brunch. Yes. Um, it was we delicious. We spent the whole day together, I think. Pretty much. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Since honestly, since like a good like eleven thirty or something. Yeah, it's like six p.m. But yeah. No, she's the best. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Yeah. And I would love to do this. Well, I hope you listen next week And yes. whoever's going to be here next week Doesn't matter, you guys are going to love them anyways, right? But, yes. So yeah Awesome guys well, Have a good you. one Bye, Bye.